if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Sac à fête. Sac à fête tout le monde, sac à fête. Bienvenue encore une fois dans l'autre grand épisode Coré Podcast avec vous amis Paul Lutte Style. Ami pour Mac, nous là, nous branchons, nous allons commencer là. Nous retournons, nous retournons, mes amis, nous retournons aujourd'hui encore avec un bel, 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 bel épisode. Et pas invité ça, nous prenons le en pile en pile. Et invité ça was um, introduced to us by Lawrence, qui était passé dans le podcast déjà. Et pas dans la saison 1, Lawrence était là dans la saison 1 à Mac. Et il dit nous définitivement faut faire interview avec euh, avec invité ça qui lui-même tout le grand journey personal finance euh, ils sont public health professional euh, et puis ils sont podcaster ils fait sortir un bel podcast là qui est le financial the financial grio attends je vais le the financial grio et puis ils ils c'est un personal finance advocate as well so Uh, without any further ado, let me introduce you to Alena Alsin. Bienvenue to the podcast, Alena. Alena, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? I don't know how to say Atlanta or Alena. I don't know. Alena. <laughs> gonna do that again. Alana, how you doing? I'm doing good, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Like I said. I'm from some place you can Lawrence said you invite to the podcast. Definitely, you guys have to have her. And we said, okay, bet. Lawrence passed a lot. Très belle, très belle épisode. Mais c'est une épisode qui était une épisode qui était fait une capsule qui fait plus et moun qui qui tendait les plus feedback tout et t'as parlé de dead journey et puis il dit tout mais Alena et lui même tout le gon similar story vini interview lui pour capable pour capable voir comprendre apprendre des histoires cher tout le monde qui a attendé pour cette time and you pas là pour un pile I I was able to pay attention to her a little bit and and watch her uh, on her channel and I like her vibe I, ladies if you, anybody's listening but specifically ladies and and I think one of the things that I, I like about her is the fact that she's very very candid um and and thank you for that for sharing and and asking uh you know telling the Haitian people or telling people in general how they can um definitely uh you know improve themselves financially before before we kind of like get warmed up um Tell tell the people, the other people that are listening, a little bit about yourself um, before we get into kind of like the the deep end of the episode. The deep end of the episode, exactly. Yeah. So that was a great introduction. I was ready to rap. 
at first. The beat was like, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You actually not the, the, the first guest who said that. <laughs> I was yeah. ready. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but that was awesome. But um, yeah, so my name's Atlanta, um, first generation Haitian American. Uh, so my story is, is just like similar to others, you know. Um, I start off in the negative, uh, and that was a lot to do with um, just lack of guidance, lack of knowledge, and um, the culture aspect of what we learn in our community of not investing, um, not saving, or uh, debt is very bad. All those other um, ideas has kind of just transformed me to kind of uh, ignore my finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I came to a space and a time after coming back from South Korea teaching of how I really wanted to pivot my life, right? And I think that uh, doing so just uh, started off with just controlling my money. Once I started controlling my money, I started realizing the discipline that I have. And I'm um, in retrospect too, being Haitian, being ISIL, Mama and Papa, they're telling you all these grounded things of what to do with your money and some things you can't take away from, you know, saving, um, make sure your top priorities are paid, Mm -hmm. you know, your expenses. So I had to kind of um, tackle back and kind of uh, reveal those things that I always had innately inside myself, but it's the influence, you know, growing up and other people that kind of placed me in that negative, um, negative network. So I crawled myself out of it a, a few years later, paying off debt, you know, especially credit card. I paid off two student loans already. And I'm now I'm a first time home buyer, well, homeowner. Congratulations. <laughs> right? so, thank you. Thank you. So I, I just really want to be that advocate for others and um, drop just knowledge and information and be very um, candid, like Mac uh, said, very candid and transparent because I want to be that that uh, stepping stone for someone else or that resource for someone else. Because if I could prevent you from making all the mistakes that I made, then we'll be better together collectively as a community. I love it. I love it. Alana, so we like to, to let you get time to also flex your Haitian muscle. We don't want to, we, we know, we, we, one of the things that we love about this podcast is that we go out of our way to look for people like ourselves, you know, Haitian Americans who are, you know, be, trying to be successful. So it's it's your show. It's your platform right now. Um, and you you were part of HCC in Tallahassee. You did all of that. I'm going to ask you a question. What is your favorite thing about the Haitian culture? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Mm. My favorite thing about the Haitian culture. Um, oh, my gosh. Haitian culture. The people, but specifically how passionate we are right mm-hmm. we are extremely passionate because it, it's funny enough because when people hear us speaking um amongst each other mm-hmm. they it's not like we're arguing from the person who don't mm-hmm. speak creole right it's mm-hmm. not like we're, we can say like something like a joke it just sounds like we're arguing for someone right or just being confrontational but it's it's in the matter of our roots we're passionate about food we want we want to make sure you're cooking food not only uh proper but we clean our chicken. <laughs> right. Not only, not, not only proper, <laughs> but but there's 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 um, there's love within mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. We're putting love within our food um, because we want to make sure we're nourishing our own people. Mm-hmm. Um, we are placing our passions into things that we are striving for. 
passion becomes, you know, discipline too, because you see how our parents have survived and sacrificed that have made. Um, me being first generation Haitian American, I seen the sacrifice my mom and my um, uh, deceased father has done for me. So I have to kind of take that drive and that passion within myself and strive. There's no other excuse to do otherwise. So I love my culture because of the passion, the love, and the um, the nourishment they give me every single day. That pushed me forward. It's in our roots. We done this. We did this. First black. Monkey diamond. <laughs> I love it. We're, we're passionate. I see, I, see, I see why. I see why you call your podcast the Financial Grio. I, yeah, yeah. I love it. We're, we're passionate people, and we're compassionate. And you're, you're definitely passionate about this finance, Alena. It's, it's, uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. It makes no sense for me to keep things to myself or, or my journey to myself. It's a disservice. I'm, I'm doing a service for everyone because I want everyone to be on board so we can help each other in our own co- community. So I'm, I'm here for it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So let's get right into it, uh, Elena. So the topic for today is you uh, coming from negative $50,000 in net worth to now over 200 uh, positive 200 in, in net worth. A lot of times when people think of net worth, Elena, they think of celebrities, right? Mm. They say, oh, what's your net worth? Or, or, or what's this celebrity net worth? What's, what's uh, Jay-Z's net worth? What's Beyonce's net worth? But they never think that they themselves have a net worth, whether it's positive or negative, right? So they never think right. of that. So tell the audience what is a net worth and how did you yourself end up, end up in negative net worth? All right. So uh, the basic <laughs> of net worth is your uh, liabilities to track your assets. So mm-hmm. liabilities will be if you have a car loan. Well, most of us have student loans. Um, if you have a consumer debt, um, then that consists of credit card debt or any other loans that you have outstanding. Right. So those are liabilities. Assets, however, are actual tangible things that are appreciating. Right, we have uh, stocks, you have brokerage accounts, you also have um, home or uh, property. Those are things that are appreciating over time. So those are assets. When you subtract your liabilities uh, from those assets, you get a net worth, you know? So subtraction from the liabilities and assets. So that is your net worth. Um, Some people uh, are a lot of times out of line with net worth because, it, it, it's they're looking like you mentioned like the grandiose the bigger scale right. of net worth right yeah. but they're not they're not kind of like placing it down into a um human <laughs> average person that where we all have it right um mm-hmm. only your car like you don't you don't have you know car payments you actually physically own your car that's that's the form of asset because if you can if you have the ability to sell it then that's an asset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it has those type of um, things, but you have to kind of start off like a foundation of where you are financially, because that's kind of give you that little stepping stone of where you can go and seeing your progress. Hmm. I love that. I love that. Um, looking at it step by step to see where you can go with your progress. Um, right. You, you mentioned um, about your, you know, your personal journey a little bit, and we're going to, we're going to dive into that a little bit. Um, what was because you said something before about you know a lot of people 
Um, I've, again, it's one of those things when I was doing my little background reading about you. A lot of people love, you know, you you at one point was flashing for Instagram, right? And you were looking good on Instagram. But personally, you, it wasn't the case, right? So um, I want to ask you a question. Like, what was the perception at that time of money and debt? You know, about within that, you know, be, before in your um, personal financial journey and versus now, what was your perception of money at the time? I think uh, before, uh, because uh, culturally you have to kind of see where you were in, in terms of not only individually, but in the culture standpoint, right? Because Instagram was just getting to that, you know, um, likes in the ad before the algorithm mm -hmm. changed, mm -hmm. whatnot, and people were doing the whole traveling and such. Uh, for me, it was really FOMO, fear of missing out, uh, living my best life. Like, you know, this is your time, then this is the um, moment you have to kind of spend. And not only spending, but ignoring <laughs> the debt that I have. Ignoring. Right. Big, seriously ignoring those debt. Um, but knowing that, you know, I had a good time. Um, the experience, <laughs> the right. experience of it all, financing the experience. Um, I think before it was just me just living in the moment. I just want to have a good time. I want to explore adventurous but not really um, taking my finance seriously. Compared to now, I'm seeing those mistakes that I made have really uh, brought out the um, bad um, habits that I was creating for myself. But once I start really kind of tackling down those habits and realizing that I really need to make a change. Let me tell you something. Once you start financing clothes, Ooh. once you start that, <laughs> that whole afterpay thing, once you start financing clothes, you need to take a real deep look <laughs> at yourself. What is it and called? Afterpay? Yeah, it's called afterpay or something wow. like that. Yeah. Oh, and just is that one of the cards the stores provide to you and say, hey, you know, you get 20% off, blah, blah, blah. No, so afterpay, so afterpay uh, give you an option. It, it's almost like a digital um, uh, payment plan. Mm, okay. So what they do is like if you go to these online realtors now, so something costs a hundred dollars, one fifty, whatnot. Um, they give you an option if you want to make a payment plan, so you could pay twenty dollars, mm. and then next month you pay. Like you could break it down. Yeah, you break it down exactly. Yeah. So it's the Ooh. modernized, you but know, with, modern with interest, of course. <laughs> with exactly with interest. So like interest. a little mortgage. That's, that's <laughs> a... <laughs> Oh man, you man exactly. <laughs> go ahead. I'm saying, imagine you know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's one place, right? So what if you do it two, three, four, five different places? Yeah. So yeah, it's start wow, adding up. Those yeah, things, start those adding. things start adding up. And let me tell you, this this is a billion dollar industry. They've been, they're, I think they're in talks of being bought out from another um, company, um, Afterpay, mm -hmm. but it's a billion dollar industry, and most people are in debt. Because they're missing a payment because right. you, you're placing those payments on credit cards, reoccurring, or some are placing on your debit uh, cards as well. So it's this habit of financing fun. Mm. We're financing entertainment. We're financing, you know, traveling and all this stuff. And it's in our detriment of not helping us at all, especially people of color. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're trying to set this luxury lifestyle but we're missing out on the key of who we are internally. Your finances and everything that you're doing is only delaying the progression that you can make in your life. 
Um, and one of the things that um, I mentioned to a friend is unfortunately, and, and I just want to place this like a very emphasis on this is we do not have the room to make mistakes as black people. Mm-hmm. We just don't. The bounce back for us is very minimum. Mm-hmm. Like some, exactly. So something that you that you do, you know, five five years ago is n- we're now paying that back almost ten years, mm-hmm. right? So we just don't have that room to make these bad financial mistakes. Maybe here you have a credit card, you're paying it off. Maybe there, but when it comes to these huge things and the habit do not change, it will come back to you. Where now you can't get a home. Yeah. You know, know, so now you can't get a job because most jobs looking at credit scores, you Mm -hmm. know, is it it becomes a liability. So you are you're becoming this habit coming, you know, stuck in a life progression that you were FOMO, fear of missing out and financing this lifestyle that you are no longer uh, progressing um, as the best, you know, person you can be because of it. So we have no room to make all these huge financial mistakes. I'm seeing over and over and over culturally that um, the same things are happening just in different ways, hmm. right? So we have to kind of identify what is the best thing for us to move forward, not only individually, but as a community. Preach, preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. I mean, I mean, you, you, you said it. It's, um, it's, it's very difficult because once you put yourself in that financial hole, it's very hard for you to dig yourself out of it right so yeah. it's very, you put you, you put yourself in a position where it's very difficult to start building wealth and you mention it you will go to a bank and ask for a loan for a house they will deny you because you already put yourself in a hole um and it's you know super difficult for you to, to get out of it so that's or student uh, loans you know exactly. you're ignoring your student yeah. loans you're not even commu- i know people unfortunately that having to communicate with their lenders in years. Mm. And then um, they file their taxes, everything been garnished. Ooh, what happened? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. th- those those things are, are really detriment to us. So we have to kind of identify and see that it, it's not only just fun, 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 but we have to be very intentional of what we're doing, intentional moves, intentional uh, money making. So that's what we really have to do um, collectively, but more or less, it starts with yourself. So I can't point fingers. I have to look at myself. I can't, you know, make judgment on anyone. It's really start with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So like we were saying earlier, um, I mean, part of your story is you were over $50,000 in debt um, and you were going that road, right? Where you're pretty much digging <laughs> that financial hole without knowing, right? So yeah. w- normally when I speak to people who are in personal finance or financial uh, literacy or trying to get out of the uh, right race, quote unquote, or building wealth for themselves, they always have something that sparked or someone that they talked to or a book that they, re- they, they read and that kind of flipped their mindset a little bit. So what happened for you? How did you flip that switch? Right. Um, I think innately I always had that, um, they call it grit. <laughs> um, they call it, again, I mentioned, you know, us being Haitian, we're very passionate. Um, but they call it grit. Um, growing up in uh, Belgrade, uh, being um, Haitian culturally, you know, that was already tough. Um, so I knew at a very young age, I wanted something different. I didn't know at that time what it was, but I knew it was going to be something different. 
Um, I was okay with money, but it was just in, in a matter of, you know, just really making really bad mistakes, um, friends, influences, <laughs> that sort of uh, things, um, making, um, you know, debit transactions, credit card transactions, ignoring my finances. But I think, uh, again, like I, I mentioned, moving to South Korea and seeing how the community moves together, seeing how the parents really sacrifice for their children to invest in them, but more importantly, invest in themselves as well, because you can't help others if you're not helping yourself too, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So um, I came back with that mindset. It's okay, I did this. Now I'm going to do uh, something else. And more importantly, just helping myself to make uh, better decisions. And within that, it was at the same time, I guess my mindset kind of uh, shifted of uh, becoming the person that I always wanted to become. Um, then Lawrence was actually uh, at that time was being very transparent with his personal finances and, and trying to dig himself out. So I kind of see his journey mm -hmm. from he had like six figures of student loans <laughs> at the yeah, time. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So he had like a lot of things. 120 going on. something. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 120,000. That sounds like a, a real house. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still reminding him yeah. about that. That's not like a real house, right? <laughs> But seeing him and, and being uh, good friends with him and seeing his journey, that really encouraged me and inspired me that someone has done it, someone is doing it. So I kind of took that um, and, you know, having conversations with him and we're talking about network and, and we're talking about finance and how can we kind of control and take control of our lives um, through our money. And being a woman, um, especially a woman of color, we have to understand that there's so many dis discrimination against us, right? Um, that one thing that we can't control is money. And, and within our money, we can kind of expand those resources to others and build our community, build our families within the resource that we have created. So it was changing my mindset from, you know, South Korea, seeing the exposure, the culture, the unity that I see and coming back and seeing one of my close friends, Lawrence, um, just doing his thing when it comes to his own personal finance. So that really kind of, I guess, pivot me to making um the better decisions for my money i think and and i i, I start to kind of taking all the knowledge and the nuggets learning from him learning from myself and just applying it and it works it works um he has his own net net max plan this yeah, is a tongue yeah. twister <laughs> yeah. net max plan he has his own thing where he's working and he's seeing it um providing resources and information to others and it does work and I'm and now I'm within my own journey I know that um, being disciplined taking control of your life um, has its benefits because not only is my money is making money for me but I'm also progression progressing as a woman as a person individually too I'm my best self <laughs> because of it so you, you're not just solely just focusing on money I'm, I'm solely focusing on being the best woman I can be for my family, for my community. Nice, nice. I, I love everything you said. I love everything from the fact that you saw families doing it different in Korea. And then um, one of the things that I kind of wrote down in my notes, you said that you saw someone doing it. And so if, if they can do it, you can do it. But one of the things that I want to kind of add to that is that you saw someone that you know. No, do exactly. Yep. And, and the importance of and this is the reason why we interview people like you one you're in our community you're haitian you're you know you're a young lady you're doing your thing and so i i want our listeners to hear 
man, this person, like, I know this Belglades, that's where I'm from, you know, yeah. like, this yeah. is, that's <laughs> right. where I grew up. And so it has a lot more impact as opposed to, um, you know, these other, it's like far reaching, those individuals mm-hmm. that, you know, like the Dave Ramseys and those other people that, yeah. right. it, and, but they're, they're a lot more far, you know, to, to, you know, not as accessible. Not relatable. They, yeah, it's not relatable. Mm-hmm. So my question to you following um, that answer that you gave is, did you have a particular strategy that you use? Um, and, and how did you stay motivated on that strategy? It, was there like a, a book you read? Is that like a, you know, um, financial peace university type of thing, or is it like, a, <laughs> Oh, Dave Ramsey. Right. Like, it is, that's what I'm saying. I, I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I gave the example. Like he's, he's a lot, he's far, he's not accessible. So if there's anyone listening that knows, or that's from the area that knows us as Haitians. And if you have any strategies, please share, like, was there anything that particularly worked for you? Um, I'm a visual person, so I, I, yeah, I have to write things down. Um, so for me, I, it was starting off just with the basics. It's just basic one-on-one, how much I make and what is going out, like the reoccurring expenses. This is light bill, um, car note, phone bill, whatnot. Like I need to know to visually see it. So once I started doing that for a few, um, a few months, I transferred everything that I was doing uh, on paper to digital. So I start using Mint and personal capital, right? So those kind of help me track, you know, my expenses, track the income, track what's coming in, track what's coming out. Um, the thing about financing, um, the thing is in your network, you cannot manage anything, no matter what you do, if you if you do not track it. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. The, the highest performance athletes, like anyone that you know in business, the corporate 500, like anyone that you know, they track what they do mm. because it helps them manage. There's no, there's no, you know, wiggle room. We want to take these shortcuts. There's no way around it. You have to track your money because I can, you'll tell me what's, what's important to you. And I can tell you based on your, your money, how you manage it, what's truly important to you mm. and what you really value mm. because numbers don't lie. Numbers right? don't because lie. I agree. We can say what we want to say, but numbers really don't lie. You're telling me you're spending $200 for groceries, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you spent $600 last yeah. month, <laughs> right? So you have to kind of track your money. And that will, that I was doing that for quite some time, just tracking, like really getting to what I was doing. And for a very long time, I was saying, dang, I'll make enough money. This mindset, I'll make enough money. No, I'll make enough money. Yeah, yeah, I just spend yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> right, right, right. I just spend a lot of money. And I start identifying that because I was tracking, I was managing my money. Um, so that's that's really the basic is just learning how to track your money, how to manage your money. Because you really start identifying that, hey, I'm giving that money too much. Or, hey, um, I'm spending too much on clothes. I'm, I'm financing too much on my credit cards. There's certain things that you have to identify because, again, it takes self-accountability. Mm-hmm, personal mm-hmm. finance, is, is, it is what that. It's personal. It's what you value. It's what you spend your money on. But you have to identify what is truly uh, important to you. And you, you won't be able to know that if you don't track your money. So I was just tracking my money, managing it. And once I start realizing it's not an income problem, it's a me spending problem. Uh, I just went <laughs> so, this down. That's funny. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I can't point fingers like, oh, they're not hiring me because you know 
I'm black or whatever. Nah, nah. Because <laughs> you have to think about, we're always constantly manifesting and wanting a desire. I need to make six figures. If you cannot handle 40000 what you may think you're going to handle, handle $100,000. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know? So I didn't, it wasn't an income problem. I identified that with myself. It's a spending problem. I love to travel. I love to be cute. You know, being cute and traveling costs money. Mm, mm, <laughs> and, mm, I had, mm. and I had to learn how to kind of finesse, you know, like doing my own hair. Uh, that's when I got locks. I cut my hair. So I was just experimenting what really works for me. And once I kind of, you know, went into in line with myself and my value, that's when the investing started. Oh, I can flip my money. How much do I get back? Okay, let me start learning about the stock market. Oh, I get a match on my retirement account. Oh, you can give me free money just to put money in this account. <laughs> Bet. I got mm. you. I'm going to go ahead and do that. So I started to learn these different aspects, but it, it started off with me just tracking my money. That one simple thing became this like, you know, domino effect of learning everything else. But it, it, it's just like this this order of operation. They call it financial order operation, having a budget, you know, investing, you know, paying out your debt. But a lot of people skip it. They want to mm-hmm. skip it. You know, the millennial generation, everybody just wants fast, 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 quick, fast. Yeah, microwave. Yeah, quick and easy. Yeah, they, right. They want it so fast. And the thing about fast money, you get it fast and it just goes on, you know, even faster. Mm-hmm. It leaves your hands even faster. That's the only, mm-hmm. you know, thing when, when it comes to fast money. But there's a, there's a reason why something is the order of operations, right? You can't skip one step in trying to get into Bitcoin, other step, but you don't have no money. You know, that, that that doesn't make sense at all. So you, it, it start off with tracking, tracking in order to track it. You can manage your money well, because nine out of 10, I ask people how much how much you bring in and what's coming out. Nine out of 10. And, and I swear to you guys, most people don't know. They mm. give me an estimate. Mm. <laughs> they give me an estimate. You mm. shouldn't know how much money you are coming in and coming out as soon as someone asks you. Because the same energy we bring into who wore what at the Met Gala, mm. you should know what's going on in your, your finances. <laughs> bring, bring that same Man. energy. Bring I that same energy. Damn, right. I'll enter. I'll no, 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 not no, it's no, this is good. This is good. And it's tough com- love. It's it, tough it, love. Definitely. You like the financial tough love police is something like because <laughs> to be honest with you, these are things we hear all the time. But what you said is the bottom line is we got to buckle down and do these order of operations. There's there's things that needs to be done. You everybody talking about crypto. But at the same time, you can't even keep uh, balancing your check, <laughs> your mm-hmm. checkbook. That's a problem. You you don't know what's what's coming in and what's going on. I love that. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you, you said something very profound. I think many people think that, um, you know, if only I can make enough money or if only, you know, I don't have enough. Right. And you mentioned it because you're not tracking it. You don't know where that money is going. You don't know where that extra, you know, money is going. Those subscriptions that you don't even you don't even know exist. But. Mm-hmm monthly they're taking your money you're taking your money right so it's not and you mentioned it it's not an income problem it's a spending problem and literally i (laughs) you said it right after i wrote it down (laughs) because that was that was perfect i was like wow but um 
Yeah, that's that's amazing. It's not it's not really an income problem. It's a spending spending problem. I spending. forgot who somebody was telling me talking to me about how the fact that they had two of the same subscription on two different credit cards. They didn't even think about it. Like they used yeah. two different emails and they were paying for the same subscription, and they they didn't find out about it for like you know like six months in. And they're like, wait, why am I paying? You know, Netflix on this account with this email, <laughs> and it's like, what? Exactly. So yeah, stuff like that. It, it happens. It happens. It happens. And you know, some people use different tools or different applications and things like that. Are there the tools that you're using currently to help you track your spending and track your uh, net worth and, and things like that? Yeah. Like, like I mentioned, um, I use Mint. Uh, help me track my expenses and okay. uh, personal uh, personal capital. Help me track uh, my net worth. So men, what I love about men, they're getting really good too. Um, I mm-hmm. just seen this current update. They have stories let you know yeah. what happened last what month happened, with your yeah. money. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, okay, I get a little visual. They give, they give you the comparison. They give you the comparison. Yeah, they, they, give you, they, they give you uh, the comparison. But the the thing I really like about men is like this holistic view of your money. Right. So not only do I see my bills, I'm seeing my credit card bills. I'm seeing um, the transaction where they're going to. Um, and, and it just helped me kind of identify, OK, what is this? I don't remember that. And I'm looking back on my credit card. So I'm looking back in my uh, bank account to see does it match? You know, so mm-hmm. I, I always try to give people like the bigger picture, because I, sometimes I feel like it could be overwhelming at first when you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what this expense is or what that expense. But with men, if you do the groundwork mm-hmm. and just start placing the information in, the more information that you're placing in, it kind of um, streamline everything for you. I get reminders, so sometimes uh, I will forget. <laughs> I, 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 I get reminders about a bill that needs to come out. Oh, I, okay, I, I do need to pay that, right? <laughs> so men so will remind you about certain things. Um, and, and I just like the fact that if I need to go to a, a space to... Um, get all the information I need. I can track something back from 2018, from 2016 mm-hmm. or something. So it, it kind of gave me a really big picture, a visualize of how my money is working. And also for me, it gave me that self-accountability to say that, um, I let that, we'll get much like I, like just, it's over 600 this month on food alone. So from take it easy. It's only the 15th. <laughs> And it will, it will remind you, like you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're a little bit, you're, you're pushing it, <laughs> you're on the edge, yep. you're over the budget. Yeah. Yeah. So this, it, it's all in one, one space, one place, and it's trying to give you where your money is going, how it's working for you, and if there's any errors, any mistakes, you could kind of catch yourself and and start working on it because it's not perfect. Because a lot of times I'm over budget. Also think because mm-hmm. life happens, right? Mm-hmm. My car broke yeah. down yeah. or I had to get this like last uh, before I went to DC, um, I had a starter issue, you know, and thank gosh, I know someone that uh, came to fix it, but I had to drop, you know, $200 just like that. 150 for the part and, you know, just all this other stuff I had to pay for. So I'm just, I'm just like, things happen and, and that's life. But the thing is, are you, are you prepared for it? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be prepared for it and, and just tackling back what I mentioned earlier is um there's there's really it's, it's it's difficult to make a lot of you know bad money mistakes being you know black it's really difficult to bounce back from so we have yeah. to be 
really, you know, self-accountable when it comes to our money and into our decisions and the moves that we're making. Cause it could be detriment for the next 10 years or five years, anything that we're trying to do. So um, Mint is a great one. Personal capital, if you want to track your net worth and your stock and your brokerage accounts. So that's great as well. That's one of the two free, <laughs> free yeah. resources that I hey, use. Now I, know, now I know you really Haitian. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me Haitian without telling me you're Haitian, right? <laughs> but y'all, your mint sound different, or is it me that's never been like utilizing the full tools? I have mint and I have personal capital. You don't have your the updated version, man. Your mint sound like you, you, you help make it or something. Like I don't, <laughs> it's a yeah, lot they, of tools. They, they, they do updates. They do updates. Uh, the stories it give you like like you actually go on the it's like you go on Instagram, look at your story. It's the same thing as mint. Mm. It lets you know, hey, we got your August story. So mm -hmm. let you know what you spend. It's very open. like nice. It's a new yeah, update. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's a new update. update. That's nice. So it'll, it'll let you know like where your money um went and how it was managed, or did you kind of meet a challenge? Did you meet a goal or something that you were trying to yeah. do? But it's all about placing the groundwork. You have to put the groundwork inside of it. Just like me spending twenty minutes trying to find out what she wore at such and such, or what kind of hairdo she had. I'm gonna spend just as much time when it comes to my money, just putting the groundwork, putting all my information in putting all my expenses in. And once the more that you do it, you, you start seeing the streamline, making everything so easier for you to kind of see. But it, it starts off with just the accountability of just doing it. Yeah, I can already hear some people say, hey, why, why they got to know how much I, uh, I bought at ASOS the other day? And you got, you're right. You, <laughs> you, put that thing in yeah. you, you don't want to put the right, we rounding down. I, I hear you. So you have to put the real number to get the real results that you want to get. I, I'm Hey, for for me sponsor uh, episode Zai, I said, "Come on, man, kill shout out, la." You meant this for this, la. They have to sponsor, yeah. They have to sponsor this podcast, man. You gotta. <laughs> That'll be nice. So I was um I was watching a video of you. Uh, you were sharing a story of how 2020, late yeah. 2020, you got laid off uh, from your job. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. So tell me about that experience and, you know, how did you recover from that? Yeah, so uh, that, that was one of the videos that I posted on my YouTube channel, uh, you know, closing on my home in a month off. A month later, I was laid off. So that was so traumatic. I was scared. <laughs> I was afraid about, you know, what's going to happen. But um, I think that for me, I had to kind of like look deep inside to understand that, you know, I've been through worse, you know? Um, and at the end of the day, yes, you know, um, I closed on my home um, and I didn't have the income anymore, but I'm in a home. Some people don't have a home, right? Mm -hmm. I had to take, I had to look at the bigger picture and take gratitude and what was happening, what was occurring. I had a home, I had savings and I know I can bounce back. Mm -hmm. And that was really my attitude and my mindset. Like, God has would not bring me this far to let me go. You know, I, I'm very spiritual and, I, and I'm very in tune with what's for me is for me and what's not, it's not. And I think in the bigger scheme of things, um, creating my own uh, community, reaching out to my friends and reaching out to other people uh, within, you know, a few weeks, a few, you know, a few uh, days I was on interviews because I was being transparent with people. I think uh, most times when we don't want to share our stories because we're constantly thinking that people are judging us, like we're embarrassed, like, you know, all these other narratives that we created in our mind. 
but it's not the 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 actual action of whatever it has to cure or the story people are judging you about. They want to see how you succeeded. Everybody loves, you know, uh, a comeback story, right? So mm-hmm. I was looking, I was looking at the end goal. I'm like, this this is a setback, but the comeback is so much stronger. And that was my mm-hmm. mindset. Um, and reaching out to my friends, my my uh, best friend Holly knew she has a great. HR consulting business. She does resumes. She does one-on-ones, and we're doing a lot of um, skill sets of, of kind of diving into my career because I wanted to change a little bit into the healthcare. So it was no kind of step back for me. I'm like, okay, I'm just recalibrating. Reaching out to her, reaching out to some of my classmates, getting interviews. So within uh, less than three months, I was offered another position, making almost twenty thousand dollars more than what I was making in my last position. Mm -mm. So all that, all that to say is that, again, when something is for you, it's for you. So I had to get that job in order, get that job, get laid off that job in order to get this one bigger uh, income job that I really enjoy and I really like the organization, Mm -hmm. right? If it's for you, it will be truly for you. But I think just the, the comeback and digging out of that is really my mindset. It was my mindset. I'm like, I I did all these things. And I know that if I did not do these things five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, I want to be in this home. I want to be in this position. So there's no way I can allow a setback when it comes to uh, being laid off to hold me. Like, nah, again, I'm Haitian. (laughs) I used to be here. Yeah, the perseverance is so much stronger. And I I kept saying that and I kept having that mindset and visualizing what I wanted for myself. But um, again, when you are positioning, being intentional with your money, I had savings. I wasn't tripping too much. (laughs) I had savings, but I made sure that I was being transparent, being vulnerable with uh, my friends. Let them know like, hey, sister need help <laughs> you know help me out you know get, give me uh some um points or if you know in interviews whatnot so it, it helped in my benefit so yeah it, it was a setback but the the combat was much bigger and i think it was just with my mindset and with everything that i've been through and with my finances positioning myself in preparation and in in retrospect too is with um getting unemployment i didn't even have to tap into my savings mm. And that was because I was spending less, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have much of an expense. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Because I kind of created something, you know, four or five years ago, I have now created a habit that's more beneficial to me now because I, I didn't have income. And that a little amount of income I got from unemployment helped me those two or three months. Mm. Um, I didn't have to tap into my savings. So goes- those are things. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm saying those those are the things that kind of just help me kind of pivot, you know, kind of get out of that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it goes back to what you said before. It's not an income problem. It's a spending problem. Spending problem. Spending Whatever problem. the amount is, you should be able to kind of work your way around that, you know, and and, and, and make it make do. I, lo- I love that about you. And I love uh, something else that you said is you're not afraid to ask for help. I think if anything about sometimes our financial, you know, journey, um, I think Lawrence mentioned that too. 
is that we want to keep it as private as possible. Possible, mm-hmm. exactly. We don't want people to know. Um, and I think someone else we we interviewed this season, um, Whitley actually said the same thing. We don't want people to know exactly how bad it looks. Well, if you don't have people to help you expose certain areas, or if you don't have people to help you, um, you know, help you reach a, a destination, especially after losing your job, income is literally not coming in. Um, yeah. Then you, you you're gonna be you're gonna be stuck. And I love that you weren't able to reach out. And, and get the help that was necessary um that that shows like like you mentioned too our us as haitians that like we weren't made to be regular if you if you look at anything mm-hmm. about a story mm-hmm. nothing about a story is regular so if you listen to this and you're like man i i'm i'm doing the same things over and over and i'm not getting the financial results that i need go and take it a step further this this the financial order operation look at your steps are they in order? Hey, what am I doing wrong? Where can I pivot mm. and where can I fix this? I think that's that's beautiful. And I'm glad that you said it. It's not us saying it, so it doesn't sound like a broken record. It's you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's you who's who's not, you know, like a, you know, regular regularly on the, the podcast that said it. So it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit, but it's it's good. I want you, if you don't mind, telling us something about your financial journey that you have not shared before. Like if we if we look at you know any conversations you have with somebody, like we haven't like breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> that that is on the spot. Uh, what do you mean like new information? Yeah, like or? something about your financial journey that you know you haven't. It doesn't have to be too personal, but something you. You really, you know, you haven't really shared before that you feel like somebody can benefit from um, in terms of like your financial journey. Something someone can benefit from from my financial uh, journey. Mm-hmm. Um, in in terms of taking self accountability, is really looking into what I wanted my money to do for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we don't assign things when it comes to our finance enough. Right. Okay. Um, we, we're always talking about these actionable steps and, you know, these goals, but it doesn't align with our money mm-hmm. and it has to align in order to uh, reach the goals that we want. Mm-hmm. Right. So I start off the year with a $200,000 network. I'm hitting a close, close to a quarter. Mm-hmm. Right. And I could not have done it without looking to myself and placing the goals and the actions with my money. My money works for me. There's no mm-hmm. other way around. Mm-hmm. There's no other way around that. Um, the fact that I'm going to hit the $50,000 investment just solely on investments. I'm not talking about the houses or anything. This is solely on investment. It is more or less, you know, breaking yeah, news. That's I guess that's break, that's breaking news right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's I guess you would say, um, yeah, but before the end of the year, I'll be hitting the $50,000 mark on solely on investments. Wow. I'm not talking about my house or anything like that. This is just money and investments, yeah. right? And I, I had to look into myself to say that um, the, the, the steps have to match your money. Mm. It, it just does, it does not work out of order. It has to match your money. If you want to pay down debt to kind of help the extra money you want to put into your investments, do so. Mm-hmm. But you cannot do it in this order of investing other things or you want to do this for this moment without allowing it to align with your goal. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So what I'll say is that if you truly want it, right, if you truly want it deep down in your heart and you're placing 
it out there to the ver- to the universe, you have to align it with action. It does not work without action. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting really serious about your money because looking back, and I was at less than three thousand dollars mm-hmm. <laughs> in investments. Less than three thousand dollars in investments. And a few years later, it it transformed into into fifty thousand dollars. And I, I'm well on my way to 100K before I'm 40. Mm. So the, these are the things that I really want to just be transparent to be. I haven't placed it out there yet. So there I go. really want to be hey. transparent transparent <laughs> to people when we're talking about numbers. Numbers will work, but you have to place it in order for it to work for you. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll say that to people. It just make sure your actions align with your money and get serious about it. It will come. It will come. Be disciplined. Get serious. It will definitely Intention. come. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm about. So quarter million baby is coming out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that that's the that's a rap song name or whatever? Because you said you rap too. So like, you know, quarter what I'm million saying? baby. Hey. I'm about to call myself a quarter million baby. <laughs> quarter million. <laughs> quarter million baby. Uh, Alina, you know, I I love the fact that you know, your journey is, is not only about yourself, right? So your journey is also about helping others. Um, you have a YouTube channel and recently you dropped uh, a podcast with, we were going to, you know, ask you about it. Um, I'm, I'm, I think this podcast helped me discover a lot of Haitian young millennial Haitians with an abundance mindset. And I, 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 I love that. And I love the fact that we are sharing our journeys. We're sharing what we know uh, to the community that way we can elevate together right so recently you dropped a podcast called the financial griot i was waiting on that part for so long. <laughs> yeah so tell me tell me a little bit about you know why did you guys started this podcast and how did you even come up with that name because that's pretty dope i like it yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get credit, and I know he he's he's probably gonna push this. <laughs> I'm gonna get credit to Lawrence uh, coming up with the name because we're just playing around with the name um, and whatnot. But it it really uh, kind of um, I guess transformed into just friends like you guys and or other people just having conversation just like this. Um, and we were taking doing our own accountability group within each other, right? We're doing Zoom talks, we're doing conversation on Facebook we're keeping tabs of what we're trying to do in terms of our own personal growth and listening to our zoom meetings. I'm like, Hey, this is, this is pretty good. <laughs> we should record this. Because right? yeah, um, every, every single uh, conversation, there were so many gems that were dropping. There's so many accountability, so much of introspection of people of wanting to be better. And you can hear, you can hear the vulnerability. You can hear the transparency of someone just knowing that they made a mistake, um, they're trying to right their wrongs and they're trying to be better people. So I'm just like, yo, let's let's do this. Let's put it out there to others. Whoever listen, listen. <laughs> Whoever doesn't, it's okay too, right? So it kind of started off from there and then we pivot to um, creating a Facebook group, uh, doing Clubhouse uh, accountabilities on Saturdays at 11. Um, we do accountabilities. Um, most time there are, you know, first generation Haitians um, come in, but others uh, come in as well. And we try to take a stake in what we're doing. How are we developing not only money, but only just who we are trying to be as um, as individuals, as people. 
you know, um, personally. So financial grill kind of created from this whirlwind of who we are, just wanting to do more for our own people, not only just keeping these conversation to ourselves, but sharing this conversation. Because most time it's not about money, right? We mentioned griot, we Haitians love griot, you know, gotta love yeah. our hey. like, like The name is appealing. I'm thinking you giving a piece of griot after every episode, <laughs> like, all right, go pick it up as but soon. we are, <laughs> but we are, it's a mix. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a mix, it's a mix of food, uh, with griot, it's, 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 it's culture, it's, um, it's all the things and different ingredients that we have created to know that we are one collective people. I love and it. at the end of each episode, we give actionable steps. We, we don't just leave you with this inspiration or motivation or you know uh, information. We give you actionable steps of how you can be better, not only with your finances, with yourself, and to be better for the next generation. So that's what we're trying to build sustainable great human gotcha. <laughs> i love it i love it i love it those those actionable steps are the bites of the grill that you're talking so you're still giving out the, the grill bite. come on man the actionable yeah, steps of the grill. grill i get it so we're gonna we're gonna transition into our rapid fire section right now i want you to tell us if you don't mind the first thing that comes to mind when we ask you these questions rapid fire quick answer first thing you love one of the greatest lessons greatest lessons you learned the greatest lesson I have learned, I think the greatest lesson I have learned is saving myself is saving my people. Mm. And I say that to say that I cannot help anyone <laughs> if I don't help myself. Got it. I'm, I'm my, my resource. I'm the knowledge. I'm the guidance. It, it helps others. So that I'm, I'm extending my reach, extending my influences to help my community. So I have to save myself first and I take accountability. Accountability to be the person, the woman that I want to be so I can help others be even greater. And that's the legacy I want to leave. That's amazing. That's, that's amazing. So who has the greatest impact on you? Who has the greatest impact on me? You all do. <laughs> oh, wow. Aww. You we all do, man. You guys, you guys are always on it, um, creating content like this for people, dropping gems, getting people exposed to other Haitians. Um, these are the things that inspire people. People want to see themselves into stories of others. So right, right. You guys are doing the work. You all inspire me because representation matters. So yeah. you guys are doing it. So big up. Thank, thank you. you, thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> are you? Is there any good books you're reading right now, or you know, anything like that? I always reference to the Millionaire Next Door. Mm, um, I, <laughs> I really like. I'm always going back. Like I remember they said. I'm always going to say it's always like a new edition that comes out, right? Mm -hmm. I always reference back to that because um, we think that millionaires are just these, you know, uh, people outreach. Yeah, like just, nice just living this nice lifestyle. Car. But the everyday millionaire is someone can be your neighbor, or someone yep. can be, you know, working at your job could be this millionaire, right? So I reference that to say that it's, it's um, people have done it and they're doing it and I'm placing myself in those stories as well. So I'm always referenced back to the um, millionaire next door because I'm a, a millionaire in the making. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what are some new skills you're currently learning right now? 
video editing. Uh, <laughs> I could have guessed that. <laughs> I know you told me that earlier. <laughs> Ooh, video editing. It's, it's a beast. It's so many things, though. It's so many things that you're learning about. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. And the systems and the processes. So it's so cool. But um, yeah, that's what I'm learning. Video editing skills. Uh, a lot of Canva skills. Um, but I'm learning all those little smaller nuances that can really uh, grab people in good quality of videos. So video editing. All right. So what do you do for fun when it's not about video editing or it's not about finance or you know the millionaire that you are? What do you do for fun? Shita Lakai. That's two words. That's that's a lot right there. Shita Lakai. Oh, it's the pandemic. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I travel. I travel. I, I love to travel. Um, I mentioned that I live in South Korea. I'm always traveling to see friends or internationally. Um, my last trip before COVID was uh, to Spain and Paris. And hopefully my next year trip will be to the motherland in Nigeria. So um, I just love traveling because I always want to know more about the world. It influenced me. Global experience influenced my own thinking. So traveling is where I'm at. Aside from that, she thought like I. Do you speak Korean? <laughs> uh, not as much as I used to. Not as oh, much as okay. I used to. I was I was reading it because you know it was on my phone. It was everywhere, so you had to learn it. But it was more or less just getting by. So. Awesome, awesome. Elena, Elena, thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for coming on the show, coming on the podcast to share about your story. And I know many, many will be inspired by your story because it's, it's very unique. And uh, again, I truly appreciate you uh, coming and be vulnerable and share and, you know, uh, everything about your personal finance journey. So thank you for that. So if anyone listening right now would like to connect with you when I ask you questions about you know their journey or about debt or about personal finance where can they find you well they can actually find me on um, Instagram uh, my Instagram is it's Atlanta ITS underscore Atlanta A-L-A-I-N-T-A and also subscribe to my YouTube channel Mm-hmm. Um, Mac, I'm waiting on you. I did, I did. <laughs> oh, okay. I did. Okay, I, I sure went, did. Right. I, I, sure. I knew you was going to come sure. for me, and it's already done. End the podcast. End <laughs> uh, the podcast. Um, the Financial Grio. Uh, we just started, so I think it's like three or four episodes out right now. It's great. Uh, great conversation. We'll be bringing on some guests, hopefully. We're looking at both of you guys to come on soon. That'll be dope. Um, That'll be awesome. uh, Financial Grio um, coming out, so that's, that's where you can find me or just find me on Facebook just pop in my name I'm there as well Atlanta Atlanta, Atlanta. It was it was a pleasure uh, speaking with the millionaire. I love it. Um, I appreciate everything about you and um, and what you represent. I know we could have gone a lot deeper and asked so many more questions, but we definitely wanted to at least scratch the surface with what you are able to offer. And 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 anyone else that wants to listen to some more, get some more, know more about you, they can definitely listen to you know watch your YouTube. I that's how I found out certain things about you that I, I definitely enjoyed and wanted to ask a little bit more about. Um, thank you for coming, and we really appreciate. You. 
Thank you guys so much. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Mes amis, pas oublier, si vous voulez connecter à podcast là, si vous voulez connecter avec new épisode na bio, allez et sur Apple Podcast, make sure you subscribe. Allez sur YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Allez sur IG, make sure you follow us on IG and on Facebook as well. That way you can stay connected et vous capable de nous feedback ou tout. Et afin que vous n'ayez pas amélioré, ça n'a fait. C'était avec vous, Zami Paul Luther et Still. Zami Paul Max, vous pas subscribe ou pas pour nous Texas. Oh, n'oubliez pas de parler de Texas. Pour nous Texas, nous faisons un peu de live, nous recordons tout le bagage. Donc, restez branchés, allez faire le nom pour nous donner plus d'informations. Yes. Ciao, ciao. Allez. Allez.